FOMO. My name's Patrick McGinnis, and I'll admit it, I have FOMO. And since you're here, I'm going to bet that you do too. But that doesn't have to be a bad thing. If you learn to channel your FOMO productively, you can make the most of every opportunity while keeping your sanity in the process. This is FOMO Sapiens After Hours, the snackable show about how you can make FOMO a force for good. Hey everybody, welcome to After Hours. It's great to be with you here on this Monday or whenever you're listening. Today I want to talk about a topic that is uh, something I wrote about recently. I wrote an article for insider.com and you can find that on my Instagram and I think some other places. The title of the article is Vaccine FOMO Might Just End the Pandemic. Now, what does that mean? Well, In the last couple of months, as the vaccine rollout began, and I live in New York City, as you all know, so I was watching it in New York City, you'd start to hear about those first friends who got their vaccines. And in the beginning, it was, you know, the friend who's a doctor or a nurse or another sort of essential worker. And just, you obviously felt very thankful that your friends were protected now because they're constantly in danger. And then, of course, it was people's parents and older people. And so, again, feeling good. It's like, great, everybody's getting their vaccines, the people who are most vulnerable and 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 you know later on of course you hope that it's going to be your turn and more recently and this started i guess maybe in about february of 2021 i started hearing some shady stories i was at dinner and i heard from somebody who was in much younger than me in their 20s saying oh i work for this company and because of xyz connections we can all get the vaccine next week Then you start hearing about your friend who knows somebody who works for a company that owns a nursing home and they got themselves put on the payroll so that they could say that they're an essential worker and they got the vaccine. And so these things started to happen. And I found them really upsetting because I didn't like the idea of people cutting the line. It feels wrong in so many ways. And listen, we could talk about that for 19 hours, but I don't want to get into that right now. But it bugged me. And you know what? I had FOMO. I'll admit it. I felt FOMO because of course, uh, I want the vaccine. I want to feel safe. I want to be able to travel. I know you guys do too. Many of you, I mean, maybe some of you don't for different reasons. And again, (laughs) that's a conversation we're not going to get into today because that's a whole other thing. But the vaccine FOMO is real. And so I wanted to talk about it because I think it's a really interesting framework to think about all this stuff, the stuff that we talk about all the time, but what is FOMO? What drives it? How do you deal with it? So let's talk about that. Now, I think the FOMO comes from this, really, if you think about it. Usually when I talk about FOMO, FOMO is the perception there's something better out there than what you're doing right now. Well, here it's a little different because if you want a vaccine and you know that it's going to protect you, you do know that it's a good thing, right? It's sort of like if I... If I want a vaccine and everybody else has it and I don't have it yet, they're off living their lives while I am stuck at home. And you think about it, in a couple of months, if we stay on this path, and I hope we do, you'll be able to do things again uh, in places where the vaccine has been uh, more plentiful. So you could go to somebody's house go to a restaurant. And if you don't have the vaccine, of course, you may not be able to do that. You'll be at home with your sourdough and your Zoom and your Netflix. And in fact, New York City is actually putting together a vaccine passport that will basically say, if you don't have the vaccine, you can't go to to certain places like Madison Square Garden. 
Also, it's very highly likely that you won't be able to get on a plane, for example, if you don't have the vaccine. So if you are clamoring to get back to real life and you see other people getting the vaccine and you worry for one reason or another, you may not get your dose you know that you're going to be left behind and that is real. And so that causes the FOMO. So it's less about the perception something great is happening and more about the fear of being excluded from a positive group experience, which is the other element of FOMO. It's that herd FOMO that I always talk about. So that's what's going on. And I find it quite interesting because FOMO was pronounced dead in 2020. To the bem, meus queridos FOMO sapiens. Now that right there was Portuguese. And as you know, I love speaking foreign languages. But I'm not alone. One in five Americans have learned a new language on their bucket list. If that's you, make 2024 the year you finally check it off that list with Babbel, the science-backed language learning app that actually works. Don't pay hundreds of dollars for private tutors or waste hours on apps that don't really help you speak the language. Babbel's tips and tools are approachable, accessible, and delivered with conversation-based teaching so you're ready to practice what you've learned in the real world. Now, FOMO Sapiens, you know I speak four languages, and it takes work to stay on top of them, especially with French. C'est difficile. But with Babbel, I'm able to practice practical conversations that I can actually use in the real world. Here's a special limited-time deal for our listeners. Right now, get up to 60% off your Babbel subscription, but only for our listeners at babbel.com slash FOMO. Get up to 60% off at babbel.com slash FOMO. That's spelled B-A-B-B-E-L dot com slash FOMO. Rules and restrictions may apply. People said, I have no FOMO. There's nothing to do. And I remember my book came out in May 2020, and I thought to myself, well, what are we going to talk about? <laughs> and I remember this is kind of a, a moment that I, I felt a little bad about. I was on a Zoom call with some friends from college, and there's a guy on there who, you know, I don't know super well, but he said, you know, Patrick, um, FOMO is a luxury good. And I was sort of like, wow, that is... That's pretty harsh, especially since I have a book coming out about it. But I get what he was saying because right there and then we had so many other things to worry about. FOMO was not one of them. So I accepted that. But I also knew that at some point we would resume life again. And in fact, that is what is happening. And so FOMO is not dead. FOMO has survived the coronavirus. And the New York Times wrote that. So you got to believe it. And now we are seeing what is happening. And so as we think about vaccine FOMO, I think what's really happening here is, uh, as I said before, this idea that you get left behind and can't do certain things. But at the same time, there's something really weird. It's the fact that the people who cut the line, these skippers or the line cutters, actually help to contribute a lot to the FOMO. Uh, I was talking to Robert Cialdini, who'll be on the show in a couple of weeks. I interviewed him recently, and he wrote an article or was interviewed for an article all about vaccine FOMO. That's not mine. It's a different one. But he was talking about the fact that the people who cut the line actually, in a perverse sense, actually do a service for the overall cause of getting vaccines into people's arms. Because if you are not yet eligible, but then you find out somebody like you has found a way to get it, you may think, oh, I really need to find my way. And I'm not advocating that people skip the line. But what I am saying is it starts to prove the worth, that people are cheating a system, that people are doing things that, are, that aren't sort of allowed in order to get a vaccine. Tell us really how much they want it. And so as a result, the rest of us may want it a little more. And, and there have been a couple of people here and there. It's not as widespread as I might have thought, but people who got the vaccine early and posted about it on social media and got in trouble, like a soul cycle instructor who did that. And and yet, while at one point it's really bad for that person, they look 
awful. It does show the world, hey, this vaccine, you want to have it. Look at this influencer. They got it. And the fact people put their cards or their shots on social media, which is now a thing all over the place. Again, I think it's kind of, um, I didn't, I, I, I don't advocate that. It's not something I would do, but it creates the FOMO. And so therefore there is something positive about it. Now, if you're listening to me and you're saying, Patrick, I cannot believe uh, that people feel this way. I cannot believe that people would cut the line. I get you. But at the same time, you never know until it's your moment. So if you're in a place right now where the where the vaccine is still very scarce, you haven't even gotten there yet. I mean, imagine you see people in other countries and you feel it. And for those of you, I believe me, I, I, I think that's really unfortunate and, and unfair and uncool. It's very much a product of our modern times, but I, I trust that with some patience, it'll be your moment soon. But if you see these things and you say, yeah, I don't think I'm going to be that person, I will say you do not know until you're in the moment. And I've seen lots of people who are like, I'm not going to get the vaccine for a couple of months because I just want to see how it goes and see if people have any issues with it. And then they change their mind and they're the first one in line. I've seen that many, many times. And so again, I think this FOMO is really strong because what's at stake is living a normal life. Now, for those of you who want no part in this or who are having to wait longer than you would like to, here is my advice to you. FOMO is dangerous because it causes you to devalue what you have in life, the things you actually have in favor of what you wish you could have instead. That's where the pathology begins. When you are singularly focused on the fact that you don't yet have something like a vaccine, you start taking all of the good things you do have for granted, okay? So I want you to focus instead on the things that you can be grateful for, things like your health, your family, your job, maybe your sourdough starter kit, FOMO sapiens, you can focus on that. I would make me happy. Um, and if you do that, missing out will be less stressful, okay? I promise you. And also remember that the majority of people in this world will not be able to get a shot this year. It just isn't going to be possible. And in the global vaccination rush, Americans and some other folks, they occupy a privileged position. So if you're in the States right now, it's a lot easier, obviously. And so for those of you in places where vaccines are plentiful, if even if you have FOMO, you haven't gotten it yet, your FOMO will be short-lived. And for those of you who are in other places, I understand you're gonna to have to wait longer and I hope that you find ways to focus on the positive things rather than feeling like you're missing out because before you know it, I promise you, it'll be your time. All right, FOMO sapiens, with that, we are at the end of another After Hours episode. So we'll see you on Thursday and until then, take care of yourselves. FOMO. Want more of FOMO Sapiens and After Hours? Head over to FOMOSapiens.com where you can listen to past episodes, learn more about the show, and find out how to advertise. You can also connect with me on Instagram at Patrick J. McGinnis and on Twitter at PJ McGinnis.